Here at So Here's the Thing, we value participating in your local community. Last season, we did a land acknowledgement before every episode, and although our intention was to honor indigenous communities where we live, because we are a digital publication, not everyone listens from the same tribal land. This season, we are taking 25% of our profits from ads and Patreon and donating it to the Duwamish tribe through Real Rent Duwamish. We encourage you to use the website native-land.ca to look up your local tribes and find ways to forge authentic relationships and donate to them directly. Here's the thing. With Grace and Carly. I am Grace. And I'm Carly. And we are so excited to be back with you for season three. As we mentioned in our trailer, we are returning to a current event and pop culture format like we did in season one. We're hopefully going to be a little more intentional about it this time. Yeah. A little less, hey, what do you want for dinner today? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But also, it will still be a little random. Um, Nothing like iCarly, however, because Carly has told me that we can't have any adjacents to iCarly because she spells her name wrong. That's um, true. I did not know what we were talking about we for a second. <laughs> I was like, what? It took a minute, but we got exactly. there. We got there. We did. We live and we learn and we're great. We are starting a new segment. Did we come up with like an actual title for this? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I would like to call it We're Not Sponsored by Crumble Cookies. <laughs> but we could be. <laughs> Hey. This is all our roommate Bex's fault. Um, um, yeah, because she she brought home crumble brought cookies home one day, cookies once, and uh, we were hooked forever and ever mm. and always. So now we always get the crumble cookies. Um, well, mostly always. We mostly get the. Uh, sometimes weeks slide by where we forget. Yeah. But now we're gonna be better. That's neither here nor there. We're gonna show the people. This is gonna be risky. Um, oh I gosh. hope that you guys realize this is a treat. Me showing you these cookies because because they're gonna fall out. They're gonna fall out. <laughs> these are the cookies of the week, Carly. Do you know what they are? Um, this one is blueberry muffin. This one is cookies and cream. It looks like Oreo because there's literally Oreo chunks in them. And they had an Oreo the other week, but this one's cookies and cream, and I'm very angry about it. Um, this one is a churro. I'm very excited about this one. And that one's key lime pie, and I'm not excited about that one because I personally don't like key lime pie. Do you know what, though? Their pie base for cookies is pretty good, so it might be fine. But we'll I see. I know you don't like key lime pie. <laughs> so that's really the struggle. Um, we also got this cool little slicer. We did. For free. The, with, yeah, Carly got this one for free. And I'm going to slice it. I gifts. am not great at slicing it. We're going to start on this side. Okay. With the blueberry muffin. This is so that you guys don't have to buy all of them and end up with a dud. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Cheers. We're just going to try. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Oh, all my toppings fell off. Yeah, this is crumbly. I'm blueberry. It tastes like a blueberry muffin. It tastes like a blueberry muffin. I'm okay with this. pretty uncanny in their ability to make things taste like what they say they are. The cornbread one has been the most, like, fascinating. It tastes like cornbread, but it works. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's magic. It is. I don't know what they do. Because I'm sure... I mean, what? They have, like, 12-year-olds working at this store. Like, I'm sure that it's not complicated. It's just, like, a chocolate cookie and a vanilla cookie base. And they just add shit to it. But... What, however they make that work, it's really good. We usually split ours into eight so that we can each get, like, multiple bites of the cookies, and we do have yeah. to save some for Bex, although she did not want to be on camera. That's fair. Okay, this is the cookies, cookies and cream, cream. Okay. not Oreo. All right, cheers. Any cheers. So much better. So much better than the Oreo on the other day. It's delicious. Yeah, this is really good. I do the like their chocolate one... bases. Mm-hmm. Their chocolate bases are yummy to me. The other one... Had a cream cheese frosting, which was such a bummer. It's so confusing. And it doesn't work with the Oreo. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do that. Make it like an actual Oreo cheesecake and build it out where you got the little cheesecake in the center. Mm. I should work at Crumble Cookie. It's true. I should not. <laughs> I'm very bad at cooking. Let's do the key lime pie one. Mm-hmm. Um, because I... So we can end on a good note? Yeah. Because we know that this one's gonna be... <laughs> 
Well, we don't know that, but I know that I hate the key lime pie. So it's not looking good. <laughs> what is all the peanut butter ones? Is that's how I feel about the peanut butter Just cookies? I'm like, there we go. I don't you don't want the there. lime? Not even a little bit. I'm gonna pick the one on the other side. I wonder if that would make it good though, if you get like the tartness of the lime. You. Oh no. <laughs> this is the fun time for those of you only listening (laughs) all Mm -hmm. of the frosting has stuck to the top of the cutter thing Mm, okay but real tea i actually really like this here do you want i want this broken piece okay you want the broken piece the lime part is definitely in the in the cream frosting bit. Well, I feel like it would be a lie if I had it without that bit, so. Oh, okay. Terrible. Mm. I hate it. I really like it. Really gross. I think it's really good. I really don't like it. I'm gonna eat this part that doesn't have the cute. I do like it. lime, though. That's the thing. No, okay. I made a mistake. We should have cut this one first. Oh, we didn't cut it into fourths, but that was because of the, the frosting disaster. debacle. I'm gonna leave that, though, because it's a little too much. And we only have a few minutes left, or a minute and a half left for this segment. So. Oh, no. mm. What do we do about all the key lime frosting that's on the thing? Oh, it just popped right off. Of the outside. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming very messy. The problem is, I know you're not going to want you key lime. Can you lick it off? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll finger it off. Thank you. <laughs> terrible phrase. <laughs> I regret nothing. Um, I also regret nothing because this means it less will get on my delicious, who knows, <laughs> actually. Noodle. Yeah. Okay. Churro. It's as good as it's going to get. Oh, it's a churro. That's right. It's a churro. It's a churro, not a snickerdoodle. Oh my gosh. Some of it did get on there. I'm sad. Ah. This is a lot messier than I anticipated. Yeah. Maybe next but. time we cut them before we do the segment. <laughs> but haven't you enjoyed this process? You know, I, I hate to say it, but I do it. feel like this is this is a fetish for somebody. <laughs> please. If it is a fetish for you, would you please send us some money? We're really poor. <laughs> so we can buy more crumble cookies. <laughs> and also, like, live. I keep making well, this podcast. It's kind of expensive. Well, it's not that expensive to make a podcast, but <laughs> it's not something that, like... Someone ah. with no money can do. Which is unfortunate. You yeah. should be able to do it with no money. Anyway. Anyway. This one is really good. It is really good. But which one's your favorite? Hmm. This is a hard week. I think in terms of, like, re-eatability, mm-hmm. probably the chocolate. Probably mm-hmm. the, the, like, cookies and cream one. Yeah. I think that... This one's very, very cinnamony. It is. It just tastes like an Auntie Anne's pretzel. I'm not mad about that. No, no, it's, it's very tasty. Don't get me wrong. Oh my god, I'm getting frosting all over my pants. Yeah, I know. We're gonna have to stop and take a break and then clean up. Um, <laughs> it's fine, but I think that the blueberry muffin is the best in terms of it tastes the most like like what the it weird is. thing that it is. Yeah, that tastes the straight same. up like a blueberry muffin. They just like squished it down. I do really like the key lime pie though. Um, this week was pretty good overall for me. Like, That's fair. I did enjoy the key. I'm gonna eat this. Wait, so are you saying thing. chocolate one, chocolate number one, blueberry number two, key lime number three, and then churro number four? Not because well, it was bad, just because I thought it was like the least special. That's fair. I'm gonna say chocolate number one, churro number two, muffin number three, and then key lime pie like negative four. Okay. <laughs> but, like, I respect that. It's good, Only though. because I like, hate key lime pie. If you like key lime pie, you will like this cookie. It's very tasty. Although, I will say that it's got the graham base instead of the, mm-hmm. like, pie crust base, which I think is a bummer because their pie crust cookie is so good. It's so good. Um, anytime they say pie cookie, run. Yeah, run, do not it. walk. It's, it's good. so good. I can't even explain. It's just, it's perfect. It's like a mini pie. The ratio is perfect. Anything they do with fruit, including anything this, they do with fruit. I know that you don't like key lime, but everything they do with fruit is stupendous. It's so good. That is true. All right. Fruit is good. All right. We need to move on to our next up. segment, but um, um, thank you all. That wraps up, yeah, cookies. Not sponsored by Crumbled Cookies yet, but we could be. <laughs> so now we are headed into our... Uh, Daily check-in segment. Yeah. Not daily check-in, no, but like... No, um... Bi- bi-weekly, bi-weekly check-in. Is that the right Um, Because I... 
wanted, we wanted you guys. It's okay. You can own your eyes. To know what was going on with us before jumping straight into whatever subject we're talking about. It feels nicer to (laughs) To me personally to connect with you. Um, So. Actually, I'm going to let Carly go first because I think she has more interesting things going on right now than I do (laughs) or things to talk about this week that she's either excited about or annoyed about or just had some feelings about. Absolutely. Um, Well, my show, Silent Sky, it gets to open on the 10th, so next week or this Friday when this comes out. And that's through Heart Heart Repertory. Theater, yeah? Yelmer's East Side Repertory Theater. So I guess you wouldn't put theater on the end of theater, theater. Heart theater would be theater, theater. Anyway. H is for Yelmer? Yeah. Did you not know that? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) This company is literally named after him, so. I didn't know that. Yeah. Or you just call it Heart. Um, Heart (laughs) Theater over in Woodenville. Forever, I will say Yelmer's Yelmer's East Side Repertory. Wait, Actors Repertory Repertory Theater. Kilmer's East Side Actors Repertory Theater is putting on a production of Silent Sky. And I'm in it. And that's the important thing. Yes. And that is very exciting. It's really exciting. It's in Woodenville, right? Where is it at? The Grain... Some community hall. Gotcha. (laughs) And are tickets available online? Yes. Great. They are online. I'm pretty sure I... I should have come more prepared for this okay. option, but I you, know I'll, that they're on their Facebook page. After this, I'm going to show you how to put a link in your in your Instagram. Okay. Well, you probably know, because you do I, stadium stuff. Oh, no. we That's the only thing that we pay people to do. <laughs> I'll show you how to put a link in your bio nice. so that by the time you're hearing this, there will be a link in Carly's bio to show tickets in case you want to go see that. Yay! Um, incidentally, I also have show ticket Woo! link in my bio because yes. um, I am doing also a Lauren Gunderson show. It's Lauren Gunderson, baby. There's like four. Lauren Gunderson. <laughs> um, I think there's four in the Seattle area. God damn. That's so many. All I going mean, on good at the same for time. her, though. We love that for LG. Yay. Yay. Um, you know her. Fun fact. I kind of. I <laughs> would hope that she vaguely remembers who I am. We're friends on Facebook. She's the playwright in residence at the theater that I was an intern at right out of college. Um, yes. But she's great. And I am excited. So that's happening much later. Carly's is this weekend, mm-hmm. so definitely snag your tickets soon. Yeah, um, it only runs for two weekends. So yeah, so it's pretty quick. Come see it, party, and yeah. we'll be back. I Mine runs a bit longer. Well, it's, it does run a bit longer, but it, it runs does. later. It starts in March. So I will remind you about that later. Yeah. Um, oh, can I say the thing that I'm yeah. upset about? Of course. I hate that the internet and all the, like, for you videos that are popping up for me think that I am either a teacher or pregnant and having a baby. And I think it's because last year I was doing the photo shoot for my work for the flower, wedding flowers is where I work. And so I'm pretty sure because I was doing so much research on like trying to find all of the vendors for me personally, and I was doing it all on my personal phone and my personal time. It's like, you got married last year. Next, there's a baby. And I'm like, I, no. <laughs> I didn't. I will be getting married for the rest of my life yeah. every year <laughs> so for the rest of my life. Good luck trying to figure that one out. Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest. Okay, I, now I'm The done. thing that gave me sour grapes this week <laughs> was seeing all of the, I don't know how I stumbled upon this. I don't know <gasps> if it was your searches or not. I did not seek this out. A bunch of Disney chat groups oh. on Facebook. This was the problem. I thought oh, what I'm we were curious what you think. I thought you were talking about those terrible food videos, which I thought were just bad <gasps> food videos, but then it was like ridiculously bad food videos. Oh, this is a tangent. <laughs> I actually want to talk about that instead. So uh, I will briefly say I stumbled onto Disney chat words where people were like super upset about Splash Mountain closing and mad that Princess and the Frog was taking over which pisses me the fuck off because first of all Disney walks around like they solved racism by changing this ride it was overdue they do not get three years (laughs) ago they do not (laughs) get any brownie points for that but also they're not changing the ride they're just making it not racist and about this wonderful story and this wonderful princess and Princess Mm -hmm. and the Frog is my favorite Disney movie so also I am keyed up about it Um, it's ridiculous so (laughs) That I am upset about, but will also be, like, Disney is a horrible, greedy company. I will also be first in line to ride that new ride so that I can stand up in the log and sing Blue Skies and Sunshine. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Um, I want to talk about those horrific, it is, but you brought up the other thing, and I'm trying to keep it brief, but, but... 
Oh my lord, y'all. I think you guys know, You everybody has seen these at some point across some point of the internet. A lot of people duet them and make, like, like joke content about it, like narrating, but like, there's one lady who's very funny. <laughs> but they're these horrible food videos, like, and they're, what I think most people see them as is like, shock value and like, rage bait. Where like, it's meant to make people angry so that they interact with it. And that's how they accrue money. But I dove down into the rabbit hole of how it is actually very likely, like most of it is actually fetish content. And it's very specific, like specifically hand fetish and like splashing was something that I came up with. And this, oh, I would like no. to just say, I, this see is how not, that could happen. Though. This is the thing. I, I would like to <laughs> preface this with, I do not intend to kink shame. I actually think if this is what you're into, that's wonderful. I just don't know how it weaseled its way. That sounds, that sounds icky. I'm so sorry. It found its way to the mainstream of the internet so easily. And I'm just over here like, why is this on my feed? But I don't know. Maybe that says something about me. Or maybe it just makes me mad. And that's why it shows me more. Um, it's all very like, it's like women, thin, usually white women who are like posing their hands very carefully as they put these absolute atrocious meals together. Like, god-awful. There's one, <laughs> the best one this week, and it was because of the reaction. I have to find, I'll try to link her in in to. our, so our video, because, like, oh my god, she is so funny. Um, reacting to this woman putting it together, and again, really manicured, perfect, careful hands, but, like, the way she's making this pasta dish horrifying she takes her tomatoes and she goes outside and rolls them around in the dirt before putting them in the dish and i'm telling you this woman <laughs> ah! oh no i'm sure that's probably because they're trying you're trying to make it taste earthy and just trying to justify it and it's so it's good. So but I, I had seen one too many of these. Again, <laughs> mostly people reacting to them. But occasionally I'll stumble upon them on Facebook. And it's so strange. Um, I had not seen them until you were telling me about it. And I was like, what are you talking about? start popping up and, for you? <laughs> yeah, no, I have had a couple. Like people who put but it's blocks mostly... of Velveeta and raw beef in the middle of, like, eight tortillas in a casserole dish. And, like, and dumping like, water. It, like, straight in with the pasta just, and like, the sauces. And then, like, but it's, it's like, like dirty, and they mix it up with their water. hands, but it's their so hands are gross. perfectly manicured. And, like, sometimes if you listen to the narration, there's a lot of, like, sort of call and response going on. But, oh, like, I've you only look ever at it seen in that, the, like, the anyway, one people talking about. Anyway, all that to say, if you're into that, that's fine. I think as long as everybody's getting compensated fairly and they are aware of what they're doing and what they're signing on for, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just so odd to me that it has found its place in like mainstream Facebook culture. Yeah, that's fair. It, um, it, it was but, like, usually you have to seek that out. Anyway, yeah, yeah. that's no, that's the crazy thing funny. that I have been experiencing this week. I really did enjoy yeah, you sharing that too with me, so it was great. Should we, should we go into a thing? Let's launch into our thing. Let's do the thing. Thing thing. So, as I'm sure a couple of you know, because we have been absolutely endlessly posting about it this week and have been super obnoxious. Grace really wants our podcast to do well. I also want our podcast to do well. But Grace is better at making it do well. <laughs> I just... I just want to shout you out for doing a good job. Because all you. of that was her. And then she's like, can you do this video? And I was like, oh... Yeah. <laughs> and she did. And it was really funny. It got a decent amount of likes on TikTok, I think. And it did okay on Instagram, too. Whatever. Hey. It doesn't matter. But um, anyways, we're doing... The subject for this week is... So here's the thing. So here's the thing... About IUDs. And, and birth control. Birth control. And um, <laughs> bodies. Yep. <laughs> and reproductive health. <laughs> it's a working title. <laughs> But obviously, we planned super well. We planned we, great. We should tell why we're doing this. So Carly and I both, over the past like two months, I think, mm -hmm. both got um, IUDs. We both got the Mirena. Yep. Yeah, we both got the Mirena IUD. Um, we had both actually very different paths to getting it. Mm -hmm. And like 
decently traumatic experiences along the way. I don't think either of us had a terribly traumatic experience getting the IUD, but like no. the the path up until that point was not fraught. fun <laughs> for the both of us. Probably more for Carly, but fraught for the both of us. Um, so we figured it would be a good time to open up and share about that process because I feel like as much as me and all of my friends or all of our friends are very open about this kind of thing, I think in general people who menstruate aren't, and I wish that they were, um, because it is really nice to have more information, Mm -hmm. as much information as possible in terms of people's real life experiences with these types of birth control Um, because there's things that and when I sort of go through my story you'll hear there's things that I didn't know about that I absolutely should have well before I did Mm -hmm. and if you know if we were a bit more open about talking about different methods of birth control I might have learned it Um, but I do know now and so I'm gonna share it with you Um, Mm -hmm. Carly do you want to kind of share your journey up to Sure. Your IUD? I will. I'll try. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So let's see. Um, Once upon a time, there was a girl named Carly, um, and she got her period just like all the other girls (laughs) in school, but um, would also have, like, extremely terrible pain that came along with it, and, like, like, terrible cramps would happen. And I'm like, this is fun. I hate this. And, of course, when you're, like, in middle school and high school, people are like, yeah, that's part of growing up. Sucks to suck, doesn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it does. <laughs> Probably because I was super emotional, too. <laughs> um, and, anywho, so I was going through life, and I was like, this is really painful. And I would talk to my mom, as I feel like was the only person who I could talk to was my mom and been like I just don't understand and she's like I never really had terrible cramping like this um and she would she had more like blood and stuff but I have like terrible cramps and like no blood I don't know how much information we're giving these people. I'm going to give them all the information. Give them all the information. (laughs) That's what this is for. That's what this is for. We warned them about this. We may even put a content (laughs) warning. I don't know. Again, I'm like, I don't want people who are squeamish with this to, like, feel... Blood is involved. Blood is involved. So if you hate blood... But also, we said this is about birth control and periods and IUDs. So, like, I hope hope that you assumed. I mean, we'll let you know that that's what we're talking about ahead of time, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not a lot, but not a lot of blood for me. And so I started going to my, like, just primary care doctor. And I was like, but hey. We <laughs> but we found out later that we went to the same primary care doctor. And again, I'm not going to say who it is. I do not want to harm their career. But man, they were a terrible doctor. Terrible doctor. Like, I feel bad saying that. I don't want to, like, like, that's a lot of work to get into that field. But, oh, my God, sharing experiences about this doctor and experiences that, like, family members had with her. Mm -hmm. Oh, excuse me. I didn't want to reveal... Just didn't want to reveal the gender. Um, That, I don't know why. Um, (laughs) It was bad. It was some of the things that were said to me and things that were not noticed about... Yeah. ...about what I was going through. I'm like, that's just not a doctor specifically that should be working with teenagers who don't know Absolutely. how to advocate for themselves. Yeah. Like, whoa. Terrible. And Carly will go into it, but <laughs> yeah, I, bad. Yeah. So I started off on regular pill birth control um, and would take that. And it was the one where you'd go a month and then you'd have the placebo week and then you'd have your period and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the first maybe week or two or month or two, I was like, oh, it kind of works. And I was super excited. And then... Like, the third month, <laughs> my body's like, we know what you're doing now, and so, haha, joke's on you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Here's some pain. <laughs> I was like, this is fine. Um, and so, um, I went back to the doctor, and I was like, hey, so I'm in a lot of pain. And this was fun, because I don't, I went to the doctor several times, being like, I don't think it's working. She's like, just keep trying. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I was so I literally cannot tell you how many times I went to the doctor just being like, I'm in a lot of pain every month. And I don't know what to do. One of the times I went to the doctor, this is my favorite time, is I went to the doctor while I was on a period. Literally, I was in so much pain and I was dying, but I was like, oh, great. This will be good because I'll go to the doctor while I'm having my period. So maybe she'll be able to like find some information out while it's happening. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything about medical science or anything, but I thought it would be a good idea. So I get there and I'm talking to her and she's like, okay, well on a scale of like one to 10, how much pain are you in? And I was like 10. (laughs) And she's like, that's like the most. And I was like, I am aware of that. You did 
numbers at the beginning. So I was like, I, I'm like, I understand it's really hard to tell like pain numbers and like everyone's a little bit different in their tolerance of pain. But I was like, I, I feel like I have a pretty high tolerance for pain and like I've broke my toe and just continued to play soccer the rest of the game. And I was like, it's hurts, but it's fine. And so I, and like, there's other things where I'm like, yeah, I noticed that there's something happening, but I'm not necessarily in a lot of pain. So like, I'm trying to tell her, I'm like, I know that this is, sounds extreme, but like, I tr- like, this is where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's like, why are you here? So she asked me if on a scale of 10, 1 to 10 of how much pain I was in. I said 10. And she's like, why are you here if you're in a, that much pain? I was like, I'm at the doctor. Where else would you like me to be? <laughs> she say go to the... Did she mean that? Like, you should go to the ER? No, no. Like, why did you come in at all if you're in that much pain? Why are you not at home resting? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, some of the things... Some of the things this person said. I'm like, are you joking? Are you're you talking to me? a teenager. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, so this isn't working. And so we did the, like, we did the birth control that we just take forever. Like, I think we did the one that you have your placebo every month, placebo every three months, mm-hmm. and then just stop, don't ever take a don't placebo. Don't ever take a placebo. So I did all three of those pills. Yeah. And differing levels. And I was like, it's still not working. So I went back to the doctor a ton of times and they're like, well, let's do an ultrasound to see if there's anything happening inside your body. So I do an ultrasound and they're very fun. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of fun to be like, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> but they're like, gel in your tummy <laughs> like you are. You're like, I don't did know Did they why. make you do a transvaginal one or did they just do over the stomach? I've had both. Okay. So the first time I drank enough liquid and so it was just over the stomach. But oh the yeah, second that's really time, nice. The transvaginal ones are like, what's this cold? It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, no, that one I did not enjoy it at all. Mm. Literally at all. But the one where they're just on the top of your tummy, it's totally fine. And they're like, mm, we didn't find anything. Like they were looking for cysts and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And they're like, we didn't find any cysts, but they found this weird bump on your liver. And I was like, Great. what? <laughs> and they're like, go get like an MRI. And I was like, and so I go and they're like, yes, there is a little like lesion on your liver. And they found out it was benign. So I'm not dying all is well. Um, but they're like, it might grow. It's probably because of your birth control. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. How do we stop this? <laughs> um, and so they're like, yeah, well, that I think it's estrogen was the buildup of that was causing this, like, yeah. this gross all over my body. And I was like, I love it. There's a lot of side it. effects to estrogen that people do not talk about. And it doesn't mean that it is a wrong choice for birth control for many people. Yeah. But I, there's a lot of shit that we know happens that does not get told to people. And yeah. that pisses me the fuck off. Absolutely. What what pisses me off, too, is, uh, so they immediately took me off all the estrogen. And so I think I changed pills again. And then I went in a couple, a bit later, and I saw another doctor. Because I saw, like, I also saw, like, the intestinal gynecologist. Mm -hmm. um, And they're like, because I was like, is it food stomach related? And they're like, no. I was like, great, I didn't think so. But I'm grasping at straws here. (laughs) Give me anything. I saw so many doctors. um, And and the, the... People being like, why are you even here? It's like, oh my why god, you, you were a doctor. I, I I'm trying know. to figure out what's wrong with me. Oh my god. It was so it was a fun time, a fun couple of months. Um and it, the worst part too was like I would have occasionally just like pains not related to my period at all. They were just they would just pop up. They'd be mm-hmm. like, Hello, bang, and they would <laughs> knife me in the stomach and I'd be like, Hello, <laughs> I have collapsed. And like I'm talking a lot of pain. Like I literally do not move type of pain. I, I lay on the floor. I think Grace has watched this once or twice where I just, I'm like, hello, the floor is where I need to be. I don't know why, but it helps align everything better and I I can't move and so I'm on the reason. floor. <laughs> In some ways it, it tracks only because any kind of movement will hurt more. And yeah. so if you're on a bed that when whichever way you move the bed mm-hmm. might also move as well yeah it needed to be the floor <laughs> yeah where i would just lay on the floor i would get super nauseous like i would not eat for a week especially on my period because i just could not keep it down i was just yeah. throwing up and like finally my family and i not finally <laughs> one time my family and i went to disneyland and i had one of my period like terrible times and I was like wow this ruined my whole vacation and I hate it here and everything is terrible and I cannot move talk eat 
live. And I was at Disneyland, so I was very angry. So I immediately came home and went back to a different doctor. I was like, I'm going to the OBGYN doctor. Yep. Because I cannot go back to doc. <laughs> doctor who shall remain nameless. I was close. <laughs> you were close. I'm glad you caught yourself. We can edit it out if we need to. But um, <laughs> who can't go back to doctor who will not be a name? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I was like, I go, and they're like, well, let's try a different form of birth control. And I was like, please, I'll do anything. So then I got the next one on, mm-hmm. inserted in my arm, and that worked for again a little while, and yeah. it did pretty good. And I also at that time I was graduating college so I was living back with my parents um and so there I I swear that like there's a mothership and then all uteruses are like hello we will all bleed at the same time I truly believe that I know I I am so angry at all medical journals for being like it's not true I'm like okay well then why does my period happen inconsistently when I live with other women then like I just I don't explain it to me i i don't if so many people have experienced it you're gonna have to come up with a better solution a better explanation for this than what we have already and like there's so many doctors mostly men who are out there being like oh it's just an old wives tale and i'm like okay well it's an experience that we're having so there is some explanation for it Maybe it's not that we all sync up, but it's something, and no one has bothered to look into it at all. No. Throughout the course of human history, which... Ah! Yeah. Terrible. Uh, so, okay. I, um, I live with my parents, and I got my new birth control in, and I'm doing really good. And my sister comes home, <laughs> who's not on the same birth oh, no. control as me, and all of a sudden, all my pain is back. And I'm like, oh, my body has learned to beat this birth control. And it had been, like year and a half or so, and so, since I got the one in, and so I went to another OBGYN doctor, and she's like, well, it's probably endometriosis, and I was like, I've been going to the doctor for so many years, and now you give it a name, <laughs> and so, like, I was very excited to have a name, don't get me wrong, right. but so mad that I went to so many doctors, and nobody would just tell me that it's this thing, and she's like, well, it doesn't have a cure, there's nothing we can really do about it. It sucks, but at least you know why it's happening. And I was like, yes. That thank, does thank you. That does help. Well. Thank you. <laughs> and so then... I don't feel like I'm being gaslit constantly. Oh my god, so much. And so I got that... I So we, we switched out to the next Splanon um, a year and a half early than what it was supposed to. And again, I did pretty good, but my body learns how to be birth control. Every time we switch it, it'll do fine, and then it will learn, and then it will kill me it's like the robot (laughs) from the incredibles yeah and so then again the pain was happening and now we're like caught up to like most recent times it was again a year and a half since i got my next one on in went back to the doctor that i liked um and i was like hey i'm back and they're like really you're back and i was like yeah what's up (laughs) and they're like so the next one on doesn't really stop the bleeding it it has some hormones and it's good for like birth control stuff but it doesn't necessarily it's not known for being the most reliable at stopping bleeding and like i just still don't bleed but that that process of like monthly bleeding ish still is happening inside your body and so like well let's try an iud uh because that is known better for stopping the bleeding and kind of more of that cycle stopping yeah and so i was like very scared but um I did it, and I got it inserted, and it was fun because they're like, you're going to be in a lot of pain. And I was like, great, huh, uh, bummer. And so they did it, and they're like, three big pain sections. And the first one happened, and then she's like, okay, big pain now. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I didn't feel anything. (laughs) It was totally fine. And then the other two ones I did feel, but everyone who I talked to was like, oh, my God, I was in so much pain. I've never been in that much pain before. It was terrible. And I was living my life the next couple days being like, Man, if this was the amount of pain I was only supposed to be feeling, I have lived the past seven years in too much pain. That's my secret, Cap. I'm always in massive amounts of pain. (laughs) That's true. I don't get your Avengers reference, but... You know what? I don't want to hear that, because what did you just say? It was an Avengers reference. What did you just... Yeah. You got it. I got it. I don't care if you liked it or not. I actually don't know who said that or in what movie that came from, but I know that Cap means Captain America. That is true. It's Bruce Banner in the first Avengers movie. He's like, that's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. Oh. Um, And that's how he controls the Hulk. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the end of my story, and I talked for too long, so you go. (laughs) I 
all that to say, Carly has an extremely, extremely high pain tolerance. And I, that sounds kind of like a pick me thing to say. I mean it. And <laughs> at, she found that out basically because of a lot of medical negligence. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, my story is not quite so fraught as Carly's. And it's a little shorter, so I actually think it's fine. Okay, Your story takes a bit longer it to It just carries tell. so many years. It does carry a lot of years. <laughs> I started birth control my second year of college because um, I had I had bad period symptoms. I think sometimes I forget, but like before I was on any kind of hormonal birth control, I did have pretty bad cramps. I would it's kind of like I tell Carly this, and this is still kind of the case. Less so now that I have the IUD, it's starting to subside. But I have a I have a rotation. I have like a carousel of symptoms. Like it's never quite the same every week, <laughs> or like it rotates. Where like some weeks. I will be really bloated and I will panic. And I'm like, did I gain five pounds in a week? Like what oh happened? Gosh. I was so instantly bloated when the IUD got put in. Yeah. I was like, my pants, my pants fit when I came in. And you're like, they do not, they fit, do now. not fit now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of disconcerting. Not that weight gain is the worst thing in the world. Just that that rapid weight gain, you always, you always wonder, you're like, wait a minute, but I didn't change anything about my life or my diet or my activity level like why am i gaining this weight is it a medical problem um so that was concerning and then i would go through i would have headaches and occasional migraine before i was on hormonal birth control but it got much worse when i started which i started the um i started the combination pill so the the progesterone and estrogen pill um and it worked to control my periods. I assume that it worked to... I mean, it did work to prevent pregnancy. I was not... I didn't get super busy in college, um, <laughs> to be fair. But I, I do remember it really affecting my mood when I first started. It kind of subsided. But I look back at, like, being in college and, and think, like, oh, maybe it would have been a little bit more fine if I had not been taking this thing. That yeah. like, like, I just remember coming home after callbacks for a show... And, and it was a show that I ended up getting cast in, mm. but like falling to pieces afterwards because of like some insecurity stuff. Like I was insecure about someone else who was at the audition who did a good job, I guess. It was kind of petty, but like <laughs> not, I would not normally react so viscerally. Mm -hmm. And I came home and I just, Bex can tell you, I just like collapsed. I was distraught and I have like, I, it had to have been, I just started the birth control like a few weeks before and it was just rocking my system. I did end up getting more accustomed to it, but what started developing were these really bad, fairly consistent migraines. And it got so bad. And and I would also like to say that I had been going into my doctor Ugh. periodically complaining about migraines. Every I would do a yearly visit because my mom was very big on like get your primary care visits, like preventative care visits in, also because they're free. So like <laughs> you should do them. It's free. You should do it. Um, <laughs> but I would say every time, like, I have these terrible migraines, and they're like, oh, it's probably menstrually related. They did say that. Mm. But then I would I would talk about how there's, like, jaw tension as well. And I do still have a decent amount of jaw tension, but they're like, I remember her giving me a referral one time to, you know, get, get like, TMJ physical therapy. Mm. And all throughout this time, I was taking the estrogen birth control. And Throughout college, especially, but even even after, even even the two years after I came back up to Washington, two maybe three years actually, mm -hmm. um, I I was in tremendous tremendous amounts of pain, not period pain, but mm -hmm. like pounding pounding headaches, sensitivity to light, nausea. The worst ones oh, the I would the yeah. The worst ones, I remember waking up one morning and, like, vomiting three times and just going back to bed. And this, I, I couldn't, if I didn't get ahead of it early on in the day, yeah. I couldn't eat anything because it would yeah. make me sick. So I would have to wake up, and I had a very specific routine. I would take I would take four ibuprofen or, uh, or Excedrin, mm. if, depending on where I was at in the day. Yeah. Um, I would take four ibuprofen or an Excedrin, like the two Excedrin. I would make myself some eggs or eat a scoop of peanut butter and then I would drink a whole glass of water and at the time that was big because I did not drink my water when I was in college <laughs> I should have I do now I'm much better at drinking water yeah, now she puts a little chia seeds I do put chia seeds and it helps me drink it I might also have ADHD we don't know um <laughs> anyway that's a, that's a story for a different time um 
and I would, I would eat something heavy in protein and I would drink a whole thing of water and I'd go back to sleep. Yeah. Even if there was like caffeine in the drug that I was, oh, that was the other thing I had to have caffeine because mm-hmm. that would help make it subside. And there was a chance of me getting ahead of it, or at least me being able to make it through the day if I did that. Yeah. But if it came on later in the day, there was like, like virtually nothing that I could do. Yeah. I, I remember being in like a film class once and having such a bad migraine, like all of the sudden I had, I was filming a scene and mm. I had to drop the camera. Like, I re- literally remember calling Dennis over. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom, and I almost, I almost passed out in the bathroom. Yes. I had to, like, I felt, I felt the light tunneling while I was holding the camera. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, I better give this to somebody else. Oh, no. Um, it was horrible. And I, I, like, thinking back on it now, I'm like, I told adults that I cared about about this and there was nobody concerned <laughs> and like I'm like yeah this is just kind of life I guess like I have migraines there's so much of that I feel like anything that's related to periods at any point female is just pain like, it's like it's yeah just, that's, life. that's life maybe lose some weight <laughs> yeah it was so much of that just Which like the doctor also told me to do when I was in high school <laughs> she's a word anyway and I would also <laughs> like to say and it is absolutely inappropriate to say that to everybody and also it is good to note that i was about 120 pounds in high school i was about 120 pounds in high school oh my god i'm like if i had lost weight that would have been a problem yeah (laughs) that what the fuck oh my god uh so anyway anyway um all that to say i had those migraines And they kind of got better when I got out of college, but only by a little bit. I would still have, like, one day a month at the very least, usually two, where I would not necessarily have to to take the day off of work, but it was, it's adjacent to Carly's experience in the, like, I'm white-knuckling it through the day. Yeah. Like, if I have this, (laughs) I'm white-knuckling it, and I, when I get home, it's immediately in my room, Mm -hmm. lights off, trying to sleep at all costs is so hard though when yeah. your head hurts that bad and that often and that often that's the other thing is like you're like i cannot keep taking sick days every month for like three days right. because i can't afford that much time off exactly so you have to rank the pain it's like okay this is horrible but it's not the worst that it's ever been i'm not mm-hmm. throwing up today no. i just have a really sharp pain behind my eye that i uh can stop thinking about for like two minutes at a time yeah so yeah yeah Sure. If I wear, like, sunglasses inside, surely it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, (laughs) If I can attach the heating pad to my body at all times. I do think sometimes that people who have not experienced a migraine sometimes think that a bad headache is a migraine. (laughs) And that, having not gotten a real migraine since getting off of this birth control... I can say for certain (laughs) that is not the case. You can have a really bad headache, but if it responds to pain medication to any degree of efficacy, because like mine would, again, if I caught it really early, Mm -hmm. but if I let it go even like an hour, there was no stopping it. There was no stopping it. And I could take as much painkillers as I wanted to, and it would make no difference. Although there was one, again, on this frame, frame that will remain nameless because I don't want to get them in trouble. I don't think they'd get in trouble for this now. It's years and years later. But they, they had a prescription for ibuprofen with codeine in it. And they let me have a couple of the pills when I had a horrible migraine. <laughs> and they probably shouldn't have done that. But I tell you what, that <laughs> did knock it the fuck out. So, yeah. oh my gosh, I got like really narcotics strong. are so dangerous. That's fair. <laughs> really strong pain medication for my cramps and things like that. Yeah. Because the doctor is like, I'm sorry, here you go. Yeah. Uh, the same thing is like, if I caught it soon enough, mm-hmm. it would be like what I would assume normal people's cramps would be like. Yes. I was like, oh, they're there, but. Right. It's this, then, yeah, same yeah. thing, the headache. It's like, it's lingering at the back of my head, maybe yeah. kind of making my like neck stiff. Mm-hmm. And like, there's always this. If I stop taking painkillers, yeah. it might come back. <laughs> yeah. But I, if I catch it early enough, I can keep it at bay at least all day. Mm-hmm. And then I can go home. I can drink some water. I can do some breathing exercises, remove myself from light. Lay on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but if I didn't catch it in time, I, I, was, I was out. Doomed. I was out. And I tried not to take sick days, but there were a few days that I'm like, I just can't. I can't. This is, yeah. this is too painful. I cannot 
be in a room with lights on. I got sent home from work because I was trying to type on my computer on the floor <laughs> with a heating pad and I couldn't And it was move. like, go home. <laughs> go home. And I actually could not drive myself home because I was in so much pain. Oh my God. So I had to call my mom to come get me because I was like, I don't think I can make it even to my mom's house, which is like seven minutes away from where I work. I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. I will, I will probably get in a car crash. And so I had to call my mom. It was really fun. Fun times. <laughs> the conclusion to my story yes. is that I went to a new doctor when I got on new insurance with my job a couple years ago. This was like Woo. this was like two years ago, I think. Um, and I immediately talked to her about, she asked me what birth control I was on, and I told her. And then she asked me, like, is there anything that you're concerned about? And I'm like, well, I do get pretty frequent migraines. And she's like, and you're taking this birth control, which was like Calnor, or the, the combination pill. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, we need to get you off of that right now, because if that is causing you migraines, you are much, much more likely to have a stroke early in life because of this birth control. Like, that is actually something that is a, that's a side effect of this pill, and you should not be on it. And I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) And I have complained about this to medical professionals for years, and no one bothered to flag that. No one bothered to even look up what the side effects are or if they should be concerned about that oof i wasn't mad at the time i was more just shocked and now i'm angry i'm angry Mm, i'm so mad so she put me on the baby pill at the time we talked about it she was like well you could do the iud you could do the implant she's like that's probably not the best for what you're looking for i'm like i don't really want to have a period and she's like well the next one on is not great at that so yeah let's not do that she's like iud or baby pill and i was afraid of the iud for some really good reasons that we're gonna bring up in a minute (laughs) um but at the time i was like oh yeah i guess i'll do the baby pill and it was fine for a few months well, for about a year, and then it started being really inconsistent. Like, I just had no idea when my period was coming, and I I swear to God, it was triggered <laughs> by the cycles in our house. Specifically by our... She's the alpha uh, female. She, um, and she's the only one not on birth control. She's the only one, yeah. Um, and so that was that's also part of it is that that's just her body doing her thing and I mine would just fold like a fucking <laughs> house of cards <laughs> and so I would just have sometimes I would like bleed more days out of the month than I wouldn't bleed and I have a pretty heavy flow still like mm. I do have a decent amount of blood I don't um, it's, it's like shocking how much pain I have it's not the worst I don't have the same kind of pain that Carly does but I do have a decent amount of blood so inconvenient not as concerning as the stroke <laughs> um, so thank God. And and immediately after I got off that birth control, have not had a migraine since. I've had some Yay. bad headaches, but I have not had a migraine since. Mm-hmm. So it absolutely was that big fuck you to my former doctor yeah, yeah, yeah. for not catching I that. I stand by that too. But I, it's better now. Um, uh, after a year of taking the baby pill, it was so bad and I was starting to get, and I still have this a little bit, I am now taking a a drug to counteract this called spironolactone. I'll let you know how it goes. I just started taking it uh, (laughs) yesterday. Um, I do have some adverse side effects with the progesterone only um, because I believe what it does is it like increases the testosterone in your body or just doesn't balance it out very well. And so I have like a lot of like body acne, which is why I wear a lot of high necklines right now. So we're going to see if the spironolactone does anything, but it's a much milder side effect than migraines. So thank God. It's still going to be a problem for me with the IUD because that is the hormone that the IUD has, that the Mirena has, is the progesterone. Mm -hmm. I did get an IUD, finally, a year after. So basically what I did, uh, I I went into the doctor and I was like, I want an IUD, finally. And she's like, okay, um, sure. And she tried to uh, put it up my cervix. And she was like, your cervix won't open. And if I put this in right now, it's going to cause you excruciating pain. And I'm like... Well, thanks for not doing that, because I'm already nervous and have heard horror stories about it. And she's like, so just make an appointment with the OBGYN. And then I got scared, and I didn't do that. And also, I wanted to get a tattoo, and I already had the day off from work. And so I was like, let me just do that instead. And for the people on the video, it's this little feisty tattoo. And I don't regret doing it. I really like this tattoo, and I think I needed a year to get okay with it. Um, But the symptoms with the pill were just annoying. And I was like, okay, I think I'm finally ready for them to... Stick that little street light up my vagina. So I made an appointment with an actual, I think it was a gynecologist, but an actual gynecologist. And they, 
I knew I had to tell them, and I did have to verbalize this a couple times, but tell them that, like, you're going to need to numb my cervix because you're not going to be able to get it passed without. They did do that. It actually went pretty well. The numbing of the cervix was freaky in concept. You do taste a metallic taste in your mouth when they shoot the, like, <laughs> local anesthetic up there, which is weird. Uh, or local anesthesia. Um, and that was weird. But it actually wasn't super painful. Definitely crampy. Yeah. But they did a really good job. It went really smoothly. Apparently my body was fine with it. Um, that's kind of the end of the story. I was a little bloated. It's going pretty well now. I feel like I had one period and, and I haven't had one since. And I would have been due for one yeah. recently. So I, I think... had one out when my next planon came out. Because yeah. I had both in for that's right. about a month. And then my next planon came out. Um, and I'm just gonna jump right in. Literally Are you done? Fish that out of your arm. Yeah, no, go ahead. You, okay. We need to jump into yeah, the yeah, stories yeah. that so we got from people. We, we, we got... got some stories from y'all, um, and there were a couple of them that you guys have Nexplanons that, uh, attached to, like, the skin tissues and did not want to come out. <laughs> I am part of this team. For some people, um, it's just like, well, <laughs> it's in there forever It's in now. there forever, I guess. So they take this, like, little, like, fishing hook thing, and they try to, like hook your birth control out. I don't watch because I cannot stand... I can't... I'm, ugh, I'm a gooey person, so I don't do it. Um, but they, like... It's this really tiny hole, but they, like, get in there, and then they try and fish it out. But she was having a hard time getting it out, because I the first one came out just, like, boop, popped right out. The second one was, like, stuck in there, because, like, the skin tissue attaches to it. And then they have to, like, weasel it out, and it takes... I had an hour. It took mine an hour. And there were several of you. When we asked our followers, who yeah, asked, who, who were, were like, like what are your stuck. weird birth control <laughs> stories? It is not an uncommon experience to get yeah. the next one on implant stuck in your arm. Stuck in your arm. So if you get it, know that that's a possibility. They'll probably tell you that, It didn't though. hurt. They numb it. So it's fine. It's just really uncomfortable to sit there like this for yeah. an hour. And then also apparently you can't uh, shower. This is the, like... Pocahontas, the, like, wingo. <laughs> wingo. <laughs> um, apparently you can't shower after you get your nice on removed or lift heavy things, so take a shower before you go. <laughs> yep. I wish I had. Noted. <laughs> um, if I ever get an on, which I probably won't, probably won't, I will note that, but yeah. our audience should also note that. Yeah. Um, we got some absolutely wackadoodle stories, though, and I would like to, I don't think I'm gonna have time to go through all of them, but I would like to just share specifically, we had one follower <laughs> share her story about getting an IUD and I want to preface this by saying this is not everybody's experience and like if you trust the medical professionals that you work with it's hopefully there is more communication than this but this is something that like deserves to be said out loud yeah. about getting an IUD because it goes vastly differently for different people depending mm -hmm. on your body I think and that is something to be cognizant of. Also, um, if you don't like gooey things, yeah, the next bit is going to be really... This is this <laughs> is going to be pretty pretty graphic in my description. Everything before this, I feel like, has been pretty... Yeah, this one is just is a little gross. Yeah. So just be warned. <laughs> so I'm going to try to bullet point this. But basically, in they got an IUD, but similar to my experience, we talked about this a little bit, similar to my experience, they couldn't initially get it past the cervix. So went into the OBGYN, and then basically... They said they they had she had a tilted uterus and they said like you can either uh, not get an IUD or we'll pull out all the stops to get you an IUD today and so they gave her a bunch of Valium which I didn't get Valium first of all <laughs> but also it was not as terrible as this so I think that's fair <laughs> and they I don't know exactly what all of these shots were for but in terms of like numbing the cervix and the area around it they gave 11 shots down there so that's a lot of shots terrible. in a very sensitive oh area <laughs> and also they tell you not to look past your knees I think they told me that too initially um, just because there can be a lot of blood and, and oftentimes it's not like it can kind of trigger a period as well and so like I didn't know that. No, that's what they said to me. Maybe I don't know. They might just say that to make you feel better. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> um like I something that I have learned the medical community as a whole has lots of very like trustworthy ways of communicating information and also sometimes individual doctors don't know things. <laughs> um is what I have been learning recently. 
This is not a reason to mistrust medical science, but it is a reason to be very clear and precise when advocating for your own care. Um, because doctors are humans. Yep. They're very humans. Um, so, so 11 shots later. 11 shots later, uh, Valium had not really kicked in, but apparently they were closing in an hour. So uh, they're like, well, we're going to just stick it in there. Um, and so... She looked past her knees, and the little pad that they put beneath was just soaked corner to corner in blood. <laughs> she says, she's like, well, well, I can't put it back in. So she just scrolled Instagram for the rest of the time. <laughs> Which is very funny. Um, this was before, though. This was just them um, giving the shots. This was, there was that much blood for just the shots? Yes, that was before they actually put the IUD in. Uh, apparently, they put the IUD in. It was the worst pain she'd ever experienced in her life. Uh, vomited, blacked out. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, I if you're going to go out, go out with a bang. <laughs> However, um, apparently, after she came to, they were all high-fiving each other. Because they got it in and they didn't think they were going to be able to. And I'm like, that's the most fucked up thing. I've. She just vomited and passed out. What is wrong with you? Oh Read god. the fucking room. Oh my god. So, uh, apparently they gave her some animal crackers and some Sprite. Carly got a snack too. I didn't get I got a, a snack. snack. They didn't give me a snack. And I'm a little salty juice. about it. But also, this person needs a snack more than I did. Um, so, basically, at that point... She's just in adult diapers for a while while it recovered. Apparently, she found out later, I believe. Um, yeah, the blood was from them rupturing her uterus, which probably then wasn't actually from the IUD insertion. It was from some of the numbing. Terrible. But, oof. Oof. That sounds so painful. I'm it's so pretty bad. bad. Apparently, it's still, like, it's it's in there. And she's like, I don't know, have them put me the fuck out uh, for the removal. And I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> Um, also, I do have to say something that we need to mention because I, yeah, I was shocked to hear this and then I took the quiz and found out that this is, like, it's, it's concerning based on the results that I got from the quiz. We had a friend who, a friend follower, whatever, um, she is a friend and a follower. Yeah. Uh, she took the, uh, quiz on PlannedParenthood.com, which also I, I can share. The past story was out of Planned Parenthood. I think Planned Parenthood is a really wonderful organization. It does a lot of really important work and is accessible healthcare. These are not great testimonies about them. And I think it's fair to hold them accountable. So there's a quiz on their website, uh, that is like, what is the best birth control for you? Um, and our friend who is a person of color, uh, she's black. Um, she took the quiz and it asks for your race at the very beginning. And there's just no good reason for that. They say it's for demographics. Um, but there's no, I there's no opt out though, which is tacky. If it's, if you're going for demographics, you should be able to opt out. Um, and basically you go through the quiz and, and her answers did reflect, like, I don't really want to have children ever. That being said, you have to answer with your race. And at the end, it told her that the best option for her was to get, not a hysterectomy, it was to get your tubes, tubal ligation, was to get a tubal ligation um, or to get sterilized. And that was at best a huge oversight. <laughs> and at worst, that's really fucked up and racist. Yeah. Like, what the hell? First of all, I don't think that should be an option on the quiz. No. It's birth control. It's birth control. And I know that technically that's birth control, but I was telling Carly, I'm like, you know, abstinence is not on that list. So, like, those are the two kind of extremes in terms of birth control. I think you can even include an addendum at the bottom where it's like, hey, abstinence is an option. <laughs> um not a great one, but, um, <laughs> but then also tubal ligation is an option if you are really looking to, but I don't think it should be the, like the answer that you give people on that quiz. It's not no. what people are expecting. No. And also just don't ask people for the race or give them an option to opt out. Give them the option to opt out. Why is yeah. that not an option? I Absolutely. took the quiz in fairness. I still answer the questions. I don't think I want kids, but that's usually how I answer is like, I don't think I want kids. Yeah. So that may be why I didn't get that answer, but again, having those two questions, or that question and then that result as an option in there, 
absolutely fucked up. Do yeah. better, Planned Parenthood. Please fix that quiz. That's a problem. Absolutely. And with that, we're running out of time. We are running out of time. Um, we had a bunch more responses that I would love to share about or chat with people about. I am happy to share this experience or anything around this subject with anybody Same. ever. Um, more people need to talk about it. So yep. thanks for being here with us, y'all. Thanks for, you know, open up the, opening up the conversation. We love you. We love you. We'll be back in two weeks. Well, yeah. we, I don't know how time works. Uh, Not next week, but the week after. But the week after, we will be back um, with a brand new subject that actually we don't even know what it Keep is. Keep your yet. eyes open. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. If you like this podcast and can't get enough of Grace and Carly's hot takes, join us on our Patreon account, where we have video segments, bonus content, and every episode of the podcast completely ad-free. We have monthly memberships for $3 a month or $5 a month, and if you commit for three months, you can get an awesome sticker. Plus, we will be sure to give you a shout-out on our next episode. Head over to patreon.com forward slash so here's the thing. And help us reach our goal of 10 new subscribers this season. Setting the bar high. See you next time. Bye. Bye.